Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Hey guys, a bit of a somber episode today. This is Jamie Atkinson from the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. And today I'm talking about how I lost $6,000 by taking on the wrong client in my agency. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. Hey, what's up guys? Jamie Eckerton back again. And today, it's kind of a little bit of a raw story for me. Now, full disclaimer, before I go into this episode, I just want to share with you guys that me and this client who I lost this $6,000 from are still on good speaking terms. We still have a reasonable relationship. All that happened was that I went into this whole situation the wrong way around. I just want to share the story with you guys so you can understand why it's so important that you take on the right clients when you're starting your business. So to give you a bit of a backstory, my business is an agency and what we do is we help customers get more customers. So hopefully that makes sense. So we go to businesses and we get them more paying customers to their door. And we usually do this through Facebook ads, but a lot of time now we're actually focusing on helping orthodontists. That's our niche because we understand that niche. We understand how we can deliver results for them. And we've been pretty successful with it so far. But back in December of this year, I made the mistake of taking on a client because they reached out to me. So here's the story of what happened. I was in Thailand. I was with my girlfriend and we just started the One Funnel Away Challenge in October. We've been through the challenge. We were involved with this amazing community. And there was a whole bunch of really, really cool people that were connecting and vibing on wanting to grow their business. Now, I've been speaking to a lot of people and I've been helping them understand how to grow traffic to their business through Facebook ads because that was my area of expertise. I was helping people out. I was giving them advice. I was giving them tips. I was saying, hey, you should try this. You should try that. And what happened was one of the one of the people that I'd helped uh, try and figure out Facebook ads on a bit of a deeper level had spoken to somebody that he knew. And he said, hey, by the way, uh, I know this guy. He's great with Facebook ads. You need that help in your business. You should reach out to him, right? So this person reached out to me and we got on the phone and they were telling me about their business. And I'm sure they won't mind me telling you, but the business was to do with architecture, right? It was an area that I'd never done before. And when we were talking on the phone, she was like very interested in knowing how we could grow Facebook ads. So I asked her a bunch of questions and the industry sounded great. You know, they dealt with architects. They usually charged about $6,000 per deal. 
And in my mind, I was saying to myself, okay, to get a return on investment for this customer, I'd only need to get one or two clients who signed up for the services to have success. So we talked it through. I gave her the pitch of how everything worked. And then we went to town. We got started. And one of the big things that I didn't realize back then is that whenever you go into a brand new industry that you don't have experience in, there's a period of time where you have to figure things out. You have to understand who the target audience is. You have to know where that audience is hanging out online. Where, you know, where are they congregating? Where can you find them? And what I didn't realize was that how difficult it was going to be for me to find the people that I needed to find in this space. So what happened was we got to work, we started figuring it out, and it took me a while to get the first results. You know, I used to do something called a customer research campaign where we sent out a campaign via Facebook ads to get a feel for what kind of copy was going to work for the ads. Uh, copy, it's kind of like the text you put in, in an ad. Um, and we, we, we tried that and it didn't work. So, you know, I went back to her. I was like, listen, this usually works with the industries I've been in before. I'm not quite sure why it's not working, but let me figure it out. So we went backwards and forwards. I tried three or four of these customer research campaigns and nothing was hitting home. And the problem was that I didn't understand where this audience was hanging out online. And to, to paint a picture for you guys, what we were trying to do was we were trying to find architects who built big projects. So this is architects who designed, you know, big condos, architects who did school rebuilds. That was the target audience who we were trying to attract. And the problem was that these guys, they're very corporate guys, you know, in their 40s or 50s, sometimes women, but the industry is made up of like 70% males in that particular industry. And it was really, really challenging to get these guys on Facebook. So you can imagine, you know, these people are scrolling through Facebook and we're, we're putting out ads which are focused to try and attract these people. So what do we say? We're like, oh, hey, architects. We tried to grab architects in the area. But what started to happen was that we had a bunch of people who, you know, were maybe interested in doing home renovations or something like that that started filling out these forms and it wasn't the right kind of customer. So we trialed it. We did a few different things and it still wasn't working. So this was the first month. I charged her $2,000 and into the second month, I said to her, look, I'm not going to charge you for the second month. We're just going to keep going at this until we figure it out. We tried for a whole second month and we still couldn't get anything to land. So what, what I did was I, was I hired somebody. Uh, there was somebody that I knew who did white labeling for Facebook ads and he managed probably eighty dollars to $90,000, sorry, $110,000 worth of ad spend every single month. That's a lot of money, right? This guy was literally handling a million dollars in ad spend a year and he obviously knew what he was doing. He came on a recommendation from somebody that I, you know, I was in an inner circle with and I thought this guy knows it. And the guy made the same mistake I did. We both went into it thinking we could figure it out, not knowing the industry. And on reflection, after I spoke to Matthew, he's like, yeah, we should have never gone into that deal because we don't know the space. You know, we, we should have done our research. So I paid this guy to come on the campaign with me. I was like, look, dude, I really want to get results for this client. Let me pay you. Let me bring you in. Let's try and do this campaign. Let's have success with it, right? Let's, 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 uh, let's do everything we can to get this client happy. So I bring him in and he starts doing his thing and running ads. And right now we're into the third month where, you know, I was supposed to be charging her $2,000 a month. So right now she should have paid me $6,000 and I put three months worth of time into this and 
we still haven't charged her again. She still paid the original $2,000 and we're still trying to get results. So this guy, he's working hard. He's putting ads out. We're doing the ad spend. We're testing different things. And one of the things that you'll know if you're in the Facebook ad space, but you might not know if you've not done an agency before, is that in a brand new industry, you have to spend a lot of money in ad spend to figure out what works. You're trying different ads. You're trying different target markets. You're trying different you know, areas that you're trying to hit home with. And we started to spend money to try and figure out these results. And then the client wasn't seeing the right kind of people coming through with what we were doing. She was getting people phoning up. She had these leads coming through, but they were the wrong kind of people, right? So she starts to freak out because she can see, you know, we're spending $600, $700 in that month on ad spend. We previously agreed that that was going to be okay. But the problem was, in her mind, when we talked about that ad spend, it was for the right people. It's like, we're going to bring the right people for you when we spend that money. So she's looking at this campaign. It's been three months. We haven't got any results. And the first kind of results we start to get in when we're spending six or $700 in ad spend is the wrong kind of people. So quite rightly, she freaks out. And, you know, she says to me, look, you know, I appreciate everything you're doing, but this isn't working. I need to cancel. Um, and I would appreciate you if you refunded my money. And at this point, I started freaking out because I'd just come back from Funnel Hacking Live. I met her there, amazing human being, genuinely just trying to grow her business. And I felt like I let her down. Like, you know, I, I, knew, th I knew this industry in terms of Facebook ads, but I didn't know it for her. And it was really difficult for me to accept that I'd failed. And, and it's, it's okay to fail, right? All that happened was that I had gone into the wrong industry and I didn't know what I was doing in that space. And it can be really difficult to accept that because, you know, when somebody is in front of you and they're really keen and they want to offer you money, to turn them away and to say, no, sorry, I know you want to give me $2,000, but I don't know your space and I don't think it's going to work, is very difficult to do, especially when you're tight for money. But... If I had done that, then I wouldn't have wasted $6,000 worth of revenue I should have generated three months of my time as well as paying a guy and putting money out there and doing ads and then having to refund the $2,000 she'd paid me right at the point where I was most broke. And it was that was huge. So I'd gone to Funnel Hacking Live. I was down to my last $6,000. I decided that I was going to sign up for a coaching program that was $2,500 a month because I wanted to have this impact in my business. So I'm down to $3,500. I get home. I'm super psyched because I've been to this amazing conference. And that happens. I have to refund the $2,000 she paid originally. There's PayPal fees on top. I'm down to less than $1,500 in my bank account. And in exactly 30 days from that time, in fact, it was like 25 days from that time, I was going to have to pay $2,500 again. And I only had $1,500 and no clients. So you can see how that was a stressful situation for me. So when she asked for that refund, my mind went crazy because there was a part of me that wanted to say no. I'm like, no, I can't afford it. I've done the job, you know, I've done what I said I was going to do. I've started to give you results, even though in my heart of hearts, I knew that those weren't the right clients for her. So I, you know, I went and had a shower. I talked in my episode two, if you guys didn't check that out, about how to know, you know, how to look out for this kind of imposter syndrome that you have. Um, 
you know, and to recognize when something is wrong, you know. So I was in this situation where I didn't realize and I was going, oh, my God, what just happened? And, you know, in episode two, I talk about what just happened syndrome and and it's real. But I went and I changed my state. If you want to find out how I changed my state, listen to episode two. And what happened was I realized, yep, the right thing to do is to give this lady a money back. I haven't delivered and I haven't done what I promised. And the learning from all of this is before you go into, you know, this business, if you're running an agency, if you're trying to understand how do I progress in my business? The trick is to focus on one particular niche. You know, understand your target market. Understand where their customers are hanging out online. Understand what attracts those kind of customers. So now I've been in the orthodontic game for a while. I know exactly what the customers are thinking. I know exactly what we need to put in the ads to attract them. I know exactly where they're hanging out online. I've got the data. I've got the experience. I understand it. So I have absolutely no problem charging people $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 a month to get them results because I know I can deliver on it. And every person that we've worked with so far has got at least a 5X ROI on their investment. So if they spent $3,000 with me... I'm giving them 15 grand back in profit. And that is just the way that we now operate and do business. And we can do that because we only take on the right clients. So if we have clients that come to us now who say, hey, I work in the construction space. Can you help me? Here's $3,000. I say to them, no. That's not my industry, but let me see what I can do. Let me speak to my friends in the space and let me see if I can recommend you to somebody that's going to be worthwhile. And remember, if you were in that position, you don't have to lose out. You know, if I send one of my buddies a $3,000 a month client, he's going to throw me $500 back as a referral commission. You know, so you can still win in this situation, even by turning away clients who aren't right for you. So I would just challenge you to think for a little bit of a second about what is your industry who do you know inside out as customers and who do you really want to serve you know i didn't originally want to serve orthodontists i'm not you know passionate about teeth but what i am passionate about is helping those business owners realize that there's a lot of money to be made and a lot of ways that they can grow their business just by going about the way they operate in a slightly different way. And in the next episode, guys, I'm going to talk about selecting a niche. How do you figure out who you want to serve specifically for an agency? So if you're interested in growing your own agency, if you want to know the steps you can take to go to that next level, then in the next episode, I'm going to talk about the most important thing that you should be doing before you get started. And that's how do you select your niche? All right, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please learn from my mistakes. It's really embarrassing for me to, you know, be in that position, having to refund somebody that money. And it's and it is a you know, it's hard for me to tell that because I I find it tough to accept when you've made a mistake. And and, you know, hopefully she now understands that uh, we made a mistake and hopefully there's no bitterness or resentment there. But guys, if don't get yourself into that position. Think about first who your niche is, how you're going to serve them. I'll see you on the next one. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the last podcast episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. Uh, being a little bit more vulnerable and sharing with you guys some of the mistakes I've made definitely sometimes is difficult, but I really hope you get the benefit out of it. If you enjoyed the last episode, there's only really one thing I'd love you to do, and that's to share this podcast with somebody that you know who you think would enjoy it. So either screenshot and share it on your social media or go and tell somebody about the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, we'll love you forever. (laughs) We'll see you on the next episode, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.